Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Tim Belcher, Mike Devereaux, Joey Devine, Oral Hershiser, Fernando Valenzuela, John Keen, Franklin Stubbs, musical guest Lincoln Park, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine, and I'm here with my very good friend, and permanent co-host Sean Keane. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm I'm doing well. Don't it doesn't really sound like it. No, I'm I'm doing okay. great. I, Very uh, enthusiastic to be here, huh? Yeah. Look, I'm I'm excited. I watched a little bit of you know. It's kind of a I, I've been trying to catch up on some NBA teams I hadn't seen before. Let's mm-hmm. watch watch part of the Bucks Magic Magic game mm-hmm. and. Uh, did Mo you know, Bamba play? It, he did. How, uh, how do you feel about the Mo Bamba era? That'll be... That team is such trash. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... It's just... He could not be put in more of a position to fail, I would say, than going to the Orlando Magic. Uh, yeah, that's fair. It And so... Watching him at Summer League, it's like... He was he was fun to watch, but he just needs to be. He's gonna be terrible this year. Like, uh, I don't know. But but just the team he's on is such a bummer. That when you see Vucevic, Augustine, and Fournier are the starters, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh god. <laughs> uh, Aaron Gordon was terrible in that game. I haven't seen him the rest of the year, but just like a real bummer. Like he. He had that week where he could shoot threes last year. Right. And it feels like it has severely hurt his game that he thinks that that's going to keep happening. But, like, it, it doesn't seem like anyone wants to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Jonathan Jonathan Isaacs was over six from the field. Here's uh, a question. Now that you've yeah. watched Jonathan Isaacs play an yeah. NBA game, yeah, would you attend... A chapel to see him preach. No, I think he'd. I think he'd be like all over the place. I don't think he'd make good points. <laughs> I mean, I I would if I was his teammate, though. Like, <laughs> I mean, I've gone to, I've gone to enough improv shows in my time 
because uh, like a friend or a coworker was involved that Jonathan Isaac's sermon, I would feel like it's probably going to be briefer than like a play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like how long do you think he's preaching an hour tops? You're, you're getting that. Got to say Orlando magic people. You, you are getting off a little easy. It's not, it's not an art show. Uh, it's not like a, a badly planned party. It's not improv. Like, like I assume he wrote his sermon. out. Maybe he's improvising the sermon and that, that would be bad if he's like, uh, could someone suggest a place where Jesus and Satan could be? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, yeah, everyone on the team's depressing, and uh, the Bucks are so like, I'm so delighted. I've been telling the- you how good the Bucks were. I kept yeah. watching the Bucks instead of these terrible national Celtics games. I kept, I kept seeing them in these like compressed games, and it's like impressive, but also just insane to watch Giannis just dunk over and over again. Yeah, but, I saw uh, some stat that he's trying like. He's attempting like fourteen point three stats within seven um, shots within seven feet of the basket. Yeah, I mean, they just constantly. It it just seems like he's in motion and running without the ball so much more. And um, Middleton and Bledsoe just do a very good job of hitting him in straight. This game, he took an elbow to the head, so he didn't he didn't play that. He's in the concussion protocol now. So he only played 19 minutes, which meant he only had uh, 21.7 rebounds on a block <laughs> <laughs> on 12 shots. Well, we're going to talk about them later, but uh, yeah. first. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, but Brooke Lopez, by the way, just transformed the team, too. Yeah, dude. It's incredible. Brooke and Urson, man. Uh, it's a weird, weird combo, but they're good. All right. Um, should we talk about the news? Let's get to the news. This is Round Ball Rock News. Basketball news. For humans and robots. Trust the process. Um, in our top story, Sean, uh, former Louisville coach and premature ejaculator Rick Pitino... <laughs> Says he wants to become an NBA coaching candidate. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know a super lot about college basketball, but um, that's not going to happen, right? I don't think so because, okay, A, he failed at it spectacularly Mm -hmm. 20 years ago. Um, Should I play that? Wait, should I play that clip right now? Yeah, let's play that clip. Well, we've played hard the whole year. We're going to be positive every day. You're the people being negative. You and some of the fans. Larry Bird's not walking through that door, fans. Kevin McHale's not walking through that door, and Robert Parrish is not walking through that door. And if you expect them to walk through the door, they're going to be gray and old. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so he did that. I guess he was somewhat successful when he coached 30 years ago. But I would I would just say uh, his protege, Billy Donovan, is already on the hot seat. Yeah. Uh, his other protege, Jeff Van Gundy, does not seem like the NBA is clamoring for him to come back and coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's 66 years old mm-hmm. uh, and he was fired at Louisville after there being a scandal where Adidas was funneling money to prospective recruits and the basketball team was hiring prostitutes to entertain uh, teenagers. Teenagers in high school, the school was hiring prostitutes for. So maybe that's a common practice, but it's not a great resume item just to be like so... Looks like you were employed at Louisville for a long time, Rick. Mm -hmm. Uh... What made you what made you leave that position? And he's like, well, the FBI, the FBI <laughs> forced well, me to leave. What's hilarious about this is on September 5th, uh-huh. so uh, two months ago, basically, 
Uh-huh. Uh, let me read you the headline of this story. Rick Patino says he's done coaching, wrote book for closure. <laughs> well, and then he got, do you think he got on Twitter and people were like, Rick, come back, <laughs> come back and yell at us. Um, so here's his quote. Uh-huh. Uh, I just want to be part of an organization, Patino told the ESPN. I want to develop young players. I want to be part of a team. I miss it terribly. I'm using this time to really study the NBA. If something opens up with a young basketball team, I'd have deep interest in it. I think the league is going to get younger and player development will become even more important to every organization. That's my forte. I believe I can help an organization find a pathway to success. Well, here's what I'll say. He, he wants to he wants to work for the Canton Charge, he hiring for... prostitutes for high school kids. Yeah, what if he works for the Sky Force? I bet I bet Sioux City has a vibrant vibrant um you know, escort trade. Again, <laughs> it is like a cowboy se- town, right? Look, sex workers are workers too. I just yes. hope they get the the union protection. That's the thing. Uh, when you're paying these prostitutes under the table, it just makes it – it's not a healthy work environment, technically. Um, so I guess he – He hired Drew Rosenhaus. Oh, that's a great sign. <laughs> Drew Rosenhaus, uh, Terrell Owens' agent. Yeah, most, most famously famously. for saying, I love this man, while his client, who was clearly having a mental breakdown, did uh, sit-ups in his driveway. Uh-huh. I believe Drew Rosenhaus uh, has appeared on Arliss as well. I mean, who hasn't? Right. Patino's uh, probably been on Arliss too, right? Drew Rosenhaus has two clients in the NBA. Anthony Simons mm-hmm. and Montez Harrell. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Um, okay, so I have two opinions on this. One... <laughs> Rick Pitino should not get a coaching job in the NBA or really a coaching job anywhere unless he wants to, like, coach a high school team somewhere. My second point is I think he should be hired as the coach GM of the Minnesota Timberwolves. (laughs) Be like, yeah, you want to work with young players? Prove it, Rick. Just let him just let him run things. See how it goes. They, One I don't year want deep. this guy anywhere near the fucking NBA, dude. <laughs> He's so slimy. <sighs> well, his I think his son is still the coach at the University of Minnesota, too. I, Richard I don't Pitino. know. His, his son goes by Richard. Uh, yes. That that is, he must, it's, isn't that hilarious? That is awful. It is, that uh, is uh, awful. He should be Ricky. Ricky Patino. That would be tight. Richard Patino sounds like a guy like uh, Tony Soprano, like um, like some clown from like season four of The Sopranos uh, that Tony Soprano like bled dry or something. You know what uh, I mean? Where it's like, yeah. oh, little Richard, Richard Patino, we're going down to Richard's place. <laughs> well, yeah, and then Richard's like, Tony, I, I can't stop betting. <laughs> boy it's so it's so funny that he's just calling on all his connections like like mike greenberg's still gonna put him on even though he's a pariah but i mean this is clearly planned right oh yeah he's got a pr person no no but this came out today because in our actual top story Huh. Dan Gilbert is a moron, <laughs> and he fired Ty, Ty Lu yesterday. And huh, funny that now a really famous coach is now like, "Hey, I want to coach a team, a young team." <laughs> yeah, I could, I could help young players. Uh, also, like a pompous billionaire is the exact kind of person to fall for Rick Pitino's bullshit. Like, really, Rick Pitino's ability, it's very hard to tell how good, like, an X's and O's basketball coach he is. Because he's won national titles and, uh, 
you know, he's also lost in the first round to Cal, a notoriously terrible uh, sporting college in anything but men's rugby and women's swimming. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, so he like he, he thinks he can grift. But the thing Rick Pitino is actually good at is getting in a, into a room with someone, ideally someone who's very vulnerable because they're 16 years old or the only thing that has made their franchise relevant left and the only thing left is decaying trash. So I think he believes that if he got an interview with Dan Gilbert, he could like recruit himself into the coaching job. And I don't necessarily think he's wrong. That's why I think he's a good Timberwolves fit because that's what Glenn Taylor likes is someone <laughs> looking him in the eye and shaking his hand. And he likes someone who uh, cheats to be in the front office. So You know what I was just thinking? Do you know the movie The Grifters with John Cusack? Yeah, yeah. Doesn't Rick Pitino kind of feel a little bit like uh, he's that character 50 years later? Oh, my God. Yeah, he just <laughs> he just started doing something a little more legitimate. Like, he he's like, I don't, I don't need these cards to con people. I'll just use the lives of 19-year-old athletes. <laughs> But, I mean, Patino has, like, the most full grip because he's, like, a motivational speaker. He's got all these books. I think his book is called Success is a Choice, mm-hmm. which is, like... You know what I else is he, a choice? He, I, Ejaculating a in your pants in 30 <laughs> seconds at, on the table of an Italian restaurant. <laughs> oh, man. I hope... God, can you imagine being the assistant coach who had to watch the door for that? <laughs> Well, no, because there's no way you even knew what was happening. He told you to watch the door and then walked out a minute yeah. and a half later. A half later, and it, it was, was like, like we, gotta, we gotta leave right now. And it was like, oh, did we bribe that woman? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, one of the re- one of the times uh, was one. That, God, I don't know. Why I'm I'm gonna reference a Hard Knocks episode that's like 20 years old, but. Uh, the year where the Baltimore Ravens were on hard knocks, like what a hard knocksy team with Ray Lewis and Brian Billick. But they had a shot of Brian Billick where he was like pretending to read in a hammock. And the book he was reading was a Rick Petito motivational book. And it was the point. I thought this guy's not going to last as a, as a head coach. Here's another quote. Um, I'm not looking for any of that power-slash-control at this stage of my life, Patino told ESPN. I want to develop teams and develop players and build a winner. I value analytics. I want to fit into an organization. At this stage, that's all I'm interested in. Wow, so he is preemptively turning down the dual coach GM role that uh-huh. no, one would, no one would give him? Uh-huh. I'm the totally one he amazed. already failed at spectacularly and resigned in the middle of again let's play a little bit more of that <laughs> i wish we had 90 million under the salary cap wish we could buy the world we can't the only way we can do is work hard and all this negativity that's in this town sucks um seriously though i think no one's gonna hire him let's talk about this seriously no one in the nba is stupid enough to hire uh no, to hire him right he's old and he's shameful yeah i mean he he could he could get like the kind of job that rudy t has had for the lakers for years where he just like scouts from home and reviews film and sends in reports and stuff but then they throw them in the garbage yeah (laughs) but he can't even do the he can't even do like the quinn steiner thing right like go back and would you let rick patino in a, a g league that's feels like it's like a, a shadier environment than a college. Honestly, though, the Memphis Go-Go should maybe hire him as their G League coach. Right? No, it's the Memphis Hustle. Sorry. It's the, the, Memphis Hustle. Washington the Washington, D.C. Go- Go-Go. Go-Go's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess, I guess you want to keep him in the South. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like actually certain uh, there's a certain type of college basketball fan who would go see Patino coach in the South. Yeah. What if they made him 
suit up periodically. That was a con- <laughs> is that it's got to play two minutes a game. They can be whenever you want, but like, you know, and it's a good strategy thing. Like does Patino sub himself in early to get it over with? Oh, Patino he- starts. He starts himself. <laughs> you know that. I always think it's yeah. really Patino funny. Patino goes first, plays 90 seconds, and then uh, leaves the game. <laughs> after vomiting on the court. I was trying to make it seem like the premature ejaculation oh, thing. Oh, um, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Patino is not interested in whether or not anyone else is enjoying his time on the court, his brief time on the court. And then they wouldn't... They wouldn't uh, They'd have to have adults work the towels and the mops, though, because otherwise <laughs> that's a crime. Um, all right. We've talked about this for way too long. Let's talk about the real coaching thing that actually matters. Yeah. Uh, Ty Lue got fired. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, he only went to the finals three years in a row, mm-hmm. winning a title <laughs> one of those years. It's definitely time to fire him before Halloween. <laughs> Uh, they started their own six. Um, the Cavs still owe him fifteen million dollars. Yeah, he he got a contract extension after the finals in twenty sixteen, I believe. Um, because he didn't even have a contract before then. He had his assistant coach deal. And they still owe Mike Brown. They're still paying Mike Brown until twenty twenty as well. Yeah, which I think is probably something like three million a year because they stretched it out. Very cool. So, yeah, so they owe over $20 million to coaches that Dan Gilbert fired. Um, is he going to hire Rick Pitino? <laughs> I mean, I think he could get Pitino pretty cheap. Because you saw Larry Drew was playing hardball with him, right? Which he correctly – I mean, this is – I understand why, why some coaches would not be playing hardball, but, but Larry Drew at this point – had a coaching I don't know how would you characterize Larry Drew's time in Atlanta like is it it's not really a huge failure it's just a lot worse than how basically Buttonholzer came in and they got way better mm-hmm. but Larry Drew did uh you know he won a playoff series at one point I think he made the playoffs every year. Granted, they were, I think, the eight seed almost all those years. But uh, yeah, yeah, so he wants he wants a commitment beyond this year because he doesn't want his coaching record to be tainted by coaching this almost certainly terrible team the rest of the season. Right. Um, which and honestly, is, what if he just turned down the job? I mean, I think that is probably what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, here's my question. Yeah. Every time the Cavs have needed a new coach, uh, Dan Gilbert, who's like a uh, who enjoys Michigan State more than his own basketball teams, tries to hire Tom Izzo. Is now the time for Tom is is is. There's no way he can hire Tom Izzo now, is what I mean, right? I don't think so, even though I I understand that Tom Izzo is beloved and stuff, but I don't understand how everyone in the Michigan State Athletic Department hasn't been fired. Right, that's what I mean. I mean, the NBA would not let him hire uh, Ray Piter Tom, Tom Izzo. Is oh, what they I would. Mean, no, right? the NBA would let them hire him. They no! would. No! <laughs> I'm sorry, they would. It I just think Izzo's going to take this job then. Well, I mean, it, it would be the correct exit. I just wonder if he thinks it's, like, blown over. Because the football coach didn't even get fired. And he was even worse. I mean, I don't <laughs> know if you worse, but, like, it... I mean, again, I, I would have fired every person in the... I would have... Sh- I, I think I would have just... I don't, I don't know why it's not feasible, but, like, I would have just shut down all the sports for a year. Yeah. Everyone can still have their scholarships. You can have a free transfer. But, like, how, how do you just keep going and acting like 
college sports are totally normal at that place. So yeah, Tom Izzo, you should leave, but Not also shouldn't NBA. get hired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just go, go be like a motivational speaker. You should be a pariah like Rick Pitino. But yeah, that brings us to what are the chances Rick Pitino gets hired for this job? Uh, it's it's not zero now that I'm thinking about it. Like he very well might do it cheap. He might not even need. Like, what if Rick Pitino just becomes the interim coach and Larry Drew's like, I need at least a year on my contract beyond this, and Rick Pitino's like, I'll sign a ten day. <laughs> he probably doesn't know what a ten day is though, because he's like, I, why did I sign a letter of intent mm. and I have to sit out a year and I can't coach another NBA team? And they're like, no, 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 no. we're not monsters. In I the mean, NBA. it would be not a, you're not just an indentured servant. It would be very on brand for Rick Pitino to sign a very short contract. Oh yeah, he's yeah. like, I'll be in and out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I uh, my my office door locks, right? <laughs> just just checking. Uh, what are the tables like at any Italian restaurants <laughs> nearby? Um, <laughs> oh, there's a casino. What's the what's the trim situation like there, Danny G? I heard that casino is terrible. The Gilbert Casino. Sure, it's awful. I heard you have to pay for drinks and you can't smoke inside. Oh, great. What a fun casino experience that is. <laughs> um, by so, the way, Larry Larry is... That's Bryce's father, right? Uh, I'm sure, right? No. Sorry. <laughs> I was just being stupid. He is Larry Drew the second's father. Right. Uh, I just always think of Larry Drew as being like, a, like he was one of those point guards that played on a lot of teams, right? Like yeah, a backup he was, point guard. <laughs> He was definitely a Laker at some point, and I think maybe even got a ring. It's funny because his Wikipedia page, you would not really know that he was an NBA player at all. And he played like nine years, ten years. Uh, well, I mean, here's the reason. He was on the Kansas City Kings when he was good. Mm. But yeah, he, he had a year where he was like a 20-point scorer, 20-8. and eight. But just he was on the Kansas City Kings, so it didn't matter. Oh, when he's on a Laker, he goes to Italy, and then he's like the he's like Magic Johnson's backup for two years. Mm-hmm. So he, he does not have a ring, but he did lose the finals one year. So yeah, like like that that's like a totally normal respectable NBA career he has, right? Um, How am I defending Larry Drew's I, playing? I don't know. Uh, let me ask you this though: Why uh-huh. did this happen now? Like, why fire Ty Lue right now? So I have I have read that the rumor is they haven't like they thought one once the season started they kind of realized like oh shit we are really bad mm-hmm. and they've they've both told their veterans they're getting benched and told their veterans they're in the rotation, which might have just been a Gilbert versus Lou. Well, yeah, because that a few days before this, there was that report that came out saying that uh, the owner has demanded Colin Sexton plays more minutes, and the coaches have said no. I mean, that's just like, it's a bad idea in general just to... I understand you want to play young guys, but also... He he might be if he's terrible. That's bad. You know what I mean? Like you you, I understand that you probably want to play Colin Sexton, but it's the second week of the season, and but also your be, owner should not be telling you which players to play the coach which players to play. Also, not this early. Like ever like the owner should yeah. not the the owner should not be demanding minutes on for any player like, i mean i i can understand if it's february the team's terrible and you you call and you say like look we you know we we pick this guy i want to see him play a little bit i feel like it's i don't know that's the I, gm's job to make that decision and the coach like you hire these people. Dan Gilbert doesn't know shit about basketball. Like, I mean, come on. Like, can you imagine? Like, okay, if 
let's use Joe Lacob as an example, right? Uh-huh. Like, can you imagine if Joe Lacob called Steve Kerr and was like, why is Steph Curry only playing 30 minutes? Play him 35 minutes. No, I mean, that is that is bad. I just, I think for... That's the same thing! <laughs> it's not, though, because the Warriors are good. Like, if your team's garbage, I can understand being like, hey, we want to play this new guy. But I just, I just don't understand. He's already playing 25 minutes a game, and he's hasn't been good you know like uh i don't think he's made a three all season actually he's not taking a lot but uh, uh he i don't i don't know it's all bad but but also dan gilbert also extended kevin love in the off season yeah i don't know but yeah um, I think they fired him now because their next games are they have home games with Atlanta and Denver, and then they go on the road to Charlotte or Orlando. And I think the idea is the Cavs could win two of those games. I don't necessarily think they will, but I don't think they're going to win those games. I just think it's there. He just didn't want uh, who have the Cavs been playing. He I think he thought probably that Detroit and Indiana were losses. And if you look at their schedule right now, God, what a, this is going to get really bad, Joey. Uh, Cause they, I mean, I don't necessarily think they're going to beat any of those teams, but after this stretch of four, it's like the thunder, Chicago, the wizards, the pistons, the Lakers, the Sixers, the rockets, the T wolves, the thunder, they could like, by Christmas, they could have won only like three or four games. Well, they're going to win those Rockets, Thunder, and T-Wolves games because those teams suck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so my question, Joey, how many years in a row mm-hmm. will a coach need to go to the NBA final or a GM? How many times in a row do you have to go to the finals or and, and win the finals to have any job security with Dan Gilbert. Well, let me ask you this. How many years in a row do I have to pay my shitty mortgage to ensure that he won't take my house away when it uh, goes under? Yeah, I mean, that's that's 20. I think it's 20. So, yeah, I think that's it. It's 20. It's as long as uh, one of his poison mortgages. Yeah. Man. And he'll just... It, it's an amazing amount of money to get rid of. I mean, Talu, uh, what a what a success though. You keep all your money. There's no bad. There's no bad feelings. If you get fired after starting zero six, mm-hmm. like it, it's not even negative. Like no one really. Ah oh, man, uh, he's he's like free. He has like fifteen million dollars. His body was ravaged. Uh. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. Um, the biggest story for us, we talked about it two weeks ago, or last week maybe, uh, that Kevin Love looked like he saw a ghost. Uh-huh. That's how fast he aged. Uh, Ty Lue also aged insanely fast. Um, yeah. Did LeBron do that to them? What is going on? I mean, Ty Lue is only 41 years old, and he went from looking like he was 30 when he started coaching the Cavs to looking like he's 50 now that he's been fired. Like, his hair, he he just looks unhealthy, like sunken eyes. He's losing hair, and it's turning gray. Um, last year, he was hospitalized because mm-hmm. he had, like, an irregular heartbeat, and he was coughing up blood. Right. And it was supposedly due to anxiety, but I mean, there's no reason to think it wasn't due to anxiety. I just mean, that's a lot of, it's a lot of issues. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm wondering if not only is, was it stressful, was Dan Gilbert making them give LeBron their blood? (laughs) Like, is that how LeBron was able to lead the league in minutes played last year and never sit out in playoff games because at halftime, uh, you know, they were extracting platelets and uh, red blood cells from Kevin Love, Tyron Lue, 
I mean, it, I haven't heard anyone reporting on it, but he does basically have a van that he travels in mm-hmm. that is just like what Lance Armstrong's dirty Tour de France team used with like, oh, it's a van with lots of medical equipment that uh, no one can see into when it's commuting. Like anything could be happening in there. That's, that's what Lance Armstrong did. And I'm also wondering if that's why LeBron teams always have to trade off players midseason because they they're anemic at that point. You know what I mean? Like he had to Iman Shumpert had been drained. He was a shell of himself. So they had to get a Larry Nance Jr. in their younger, younger blood, Jordan Clarkson. You know what I mean? I think Larry Nance Jr. though is maybe your uh He's. I think that might be the uh, the flaw in this. Uh, this oh, because argument. he has because he has Crohn's disease. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So, but look how look how how much Shumpert is blossoming in Sacramento when he can just have his own blood running through his own body. I'm sorry, did you just tell me to look at a Sacramento Kings game because I refuse no, to do it? Sorry. You're fair. Very fair. <laughs> um, Not Look, they've won some games, though. Yeah, they're, like, apparently fun. That's what I keep reading. The Kings are fun now. And, and you know what it actually is? It's the NBA is fun now because everyone yeah. is playing at Don Nelson speed. Hey, look, uh, man. We've been saying this for years. <laughs> <laughs> look, maybe they've only beaten... The Wizard, Grizzlies, and Thunder, but three and three is three and hey, three. Hey man, the Grizzlies are three and two. Grizzlies are th- oh yeah, they're they would be a playoff team if the yeah. season ended it's now. Seven seed baby. Wow. Well, that's their historical position. <laughs> so. Um, what should Tyler oh, oh, do? My, did you did you hear Mike Conley said that De'Aaron Fox reminded him? He was like, oh, it's like playing against me. Mm-hmm. I and did that see means. That. De'Aaron Fox will never make an all-star team. <laughs> Got him. Um, okay. okay. Uh, what should Ty Lue do, Sean? Uh, I think he should not do, like, don't even do TV. Go on a trip. Go to Hawaii. Do the, do the like, Walton method of, like, don't, do, I would, I would honestly go on a trip. Uh, yeah, go to Hawaii for two months. You're still making seven and a half million this year. Come back and think about what you want to do. Like come back and maybe be a guest. Maybe be a guest on the panel on the Christmas games. You know what I mean? Like stop by, work for like half an hour, remind people that you exist, and then go on vacation again. That's um, what I think he should do. Hire him again, right? I mean, he'll definitely at least be an assistant somewhere. He was a good assistant. Um, it seems can I just say this this feels like uh, the same way the NBA is kind of racist about black coaches and executives that we're looking at Tyron Lue who went to the finals three times and people are like eh yeah I guess he's alright like and meanwhile Rick Pitino <laughs> like a lead story he, Rick wants back in the game and Ty Lue, it's like, well, he started 0-6. What do you expect? Got to pull the trigger. I mean, get rid of it. to be Maybe fair, we were a... joking about making Rick Pitino our lead story. No, no, I know. <laughs> but, but, but I mean, it's it's the third story on ESPN's NBA page. Yeah. Um, here's what I think Ty Lue should do. Uh, okay. He should go on vacation to Italy. And get some suits that make him look like he's not like a little boy wearing a suit. Wow, at church. That's, that's a great idea. He should. <laughs> I think he should let his hair grow a little bit because he cuts it very close. And I think that it, it makes him look more sickly. Um, yeah, yeah. New suits. I agree. <laughs> the, his suits were not good. Um, and also, like, like maybe like try sleeping 16 hours a day for a week (laughs) get an iv maybe i don't know um all right we're at 38 minutes um let's talk about one last thing 
Uh-huh. Uh, Sean, the Boston Red Sox won the World Series. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Oh. Can I – can we – sorry. I just want to make a recommendation for the Cavs hiring. Okay. I think there's one obvious candidate. He might not need a commitment. He and Dan Gilbert see eye to eye on a lot of things. They both celebrated a big victory in 2016. It's time for the Cavs to hire Kevin McHale. <laughs> it's time to make Cleveland great again. I mean, Sam Decker would certainly like that, I bet. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, last story. Last thing we want to talk about. Okay. Sean, the Boston Red Sox won the World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Red Sox won 108 games, then went 11-3 and in the playoffs. David Price won two of the five games. Steve Pierce hit three home runs in the last two games. And the team defeated future Hall of Famer Clayton Kershaw twice. My question is, can you believe how young Jason Tatum is? He's this young and this good. It's incredible. It's I can't so look, crazy. Jason I look Tatum's at him and I'm so like, young, when was this guy born? Oh, my God. Oh, man. He's, he's oh, like a zygote. So youthful. Awesome. <laughs> Watching like... Like a like a sometimes I feel like he's gonna accidentally raise his jersey and there's still like the edge of an umbilical cord on his belly. <laughs> Such a he's a baby. Um. All right, and then uh, so Brett and Randy, Sean. Yes. Uh, the hosts Brett Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux, the hosts of um, the Pod Within a Pod. Yeah. Uh, on Round Ball Rock, slammed up with Brett Slam- Slamson. Mm-hmm. Uh, they somehow were a pod on another pod. They were guests on another pod. I don't. Are they breaching their contract? I think they might point? be. Maybe we don't have to have them on anymore. <laughs> um, but they were on the Super Hoopers this week. Oh, um, good podcast. Uh, so I figured we'd drop that in right here. Yeah, um, for all the for all the the slant, all the all the Brett stands, uh, and the Randy Maniacs. Um, so yeah, here's the Super Hoopers, uh, with Brett and Randy. Um, all right, so we should we go to our phone call with the uh, Brett Slamson and Randy Ledoux? Yeah, let's do it. This is Slammed Up with Brett Sampson and Randy Ledoux. Analytics, friendship, efficiency. So your podcast, it's hard to explain, but your podcast is slammed up, but it's within Round Ball Rock, the Round Ball Rock podcast. Yeah, so it's a list- podcast within a podcast. This is Randy. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's basically an Ouroboros of podcasting. It's a podcast that eats its own tail, and then inside is a smaller Ouroboros eating a smaller tail. Uh, we kind of uh, we we'd been listening to Roundball Rock, and uh, their their analysis was uh, I would say lacking. Wouldn't you agree, Randy? I agree with everything you have to say, Brett. You know mm-hmm. that. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, we met the old host Dave Schilling at a, a singles mixer in Marina del Rey. Uh, I was there with my fiance, but not my common law wife. And uh, we started talking. We struck up this sponsorship deal, and. Uh, we just love the response we've been getting to the previews, uh, to the to the live stream, to the Twitch stream, uh, and to of course the comment section of the Daily Stormer. They've really gone nuts for slammed up. So if so if listeners really want to check you out, go to the Ramball Rock podcast, and you can find amongst the um, I don't know, I don't know how you, how you would describe the regular host of the Ramball Rock uh, podcast, but dolts, they like or, to describe uh... themselves as comedians, but oh, we okay. do not believe yeah. in comedy. I like things that are factually true. So, you know, not really for me, but uh, if you enjoy it, uh, they're good partners. So can you yeah. – maybe you can help enlighten us. I know you guys are really smart. You know about the NBA. You know, John and I are also, you know, not as well-versed as you guys. What jumps out? No, at you? I'm just, actually just, very, very dumb. Yeah, so if you maybe you can help us out. What, what, what should we be watching for at the beginning, you know, the first couple the, the, the first couple games or so? What, what, what really jumps out at you? What, maybe what absolutely disgusts you? Oh, if you want to talk about absolute disgust, you can think about my feelings for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, I just I, I felt like vomiting after watching the Cleveland Cavaliers start to play young guys, bench old guys, and then bring 
old guys back, that's that's ridiculous. You're either in and you're out. You're contending or you're rebuilding, just like being on Slammed Up. It's blood in, blood out. You're committed or you're shunned forever and never spoken of again. Uh, you're competing for a title or you're winning seven games. No middle ground. The, the last time I vomited this much was actually uh, my annual ayahuasca trip, which I take at the conclusion of each and every Sloan conference. Uh, it's uh, it's an Aztec herb. It's a hallucinogen. And uh, I vomited a lot right after envisioning uh, John Hollinger with the tail of a demon. Uh, yeah, so you have this theory. You mentioned the old guys. You have this theory that – not theory. I guess it would be a fact – that after age is it after age twenty seven, an NBA player is officially dead. Is that how it legally works? De- legally dead? Not just NBA players, all people. Mm-hmm. Is that is that what's going wrong in LA right now? I mean, they just won tonight, uh, so they they're going to two and three. But you know, is 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 LeBron just dead? I mean, I think they're definitely in trouble in Los Angeles, uh, specifically because of LeBron James, or <laughs> as we like to call him, La Old James. <laughs> Someone should make a joke about that, right? Someone should make a joke about that. You know, before I give the answer, I actually have to cut in with an ad read. We are legally obligated to do that even on other podcasts. So our appearance today is sponsored by a new company called NC17. Uh, you all know that PG-13 is Paul George's nickname. It's his initials. It's also a movie rating. He changed his jersey number to do that. Great branding, great synergy. Well, Nick Collison, of formerly of the Oklahoma City Thunder, was known as NC-17 for his love of artistic, basketball-based, hardcore pornography. And uh, now that he's retired, it's all available for you. Uh, I got to say, this is classy stuff. I have seen a lot of this catalog, even before it became public. Uh, double penetration and quality cinematography. Their slogan is, it's the switchiest porn out there uh the way it works with nc17 is you pay a large amount up front and then uh the membership declines steeply after that so it's almost free uh they got great titles like step back humper uh thunder and tightening and my favorite taking it to the hole and you can get your first three streaming videos using our promo code cfnm that stands for clothed female nude male we talk about it all the time we talk about it all the time on the podcast and in our personal lives so uh check it out nc17 Wow, I did not. And that's so. That's what Nick Collison is doing—a post career. Okay, that's good to see yeah, him. Yeah, he, he he is a pornographer. That is his primary profession. Uh, you mentioned that he's switchy. So this is another thing you emphasize on your podcast, or that I've learned from you, is that that's the most important skill an NBA player. Can Wait, have, don't you switchy. want me to talk about the Lakers? <laughs> Sorry, Randy. Man, it's really I, easy to just I, start talking over Randy, right? I, 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 frankly, I forgot <laughs> I he was here because on, on the Skype, he's just so he's so tiny. So I just I you know, but yeah, go ahead, Randy. What do you want to say about well, the Lakers? Well, yes, for your listeners, full disclosure, I am very small. Uh, I am about two to seven inches tall, depending on the day, uh, because I once signed. Excuse me, Brett. Sorry, I just I just said it. Uh, you're you're switchy for different matchups, whether it's a a caterpillar or a small pigeon. Uh, you know, it kind of depends on the day. Yes, I. What happened was I had a. It was there was a lab experiment that had gone wrong. I was trying oh, to shrink my goodness. cap number. And now he's incredibly I think, small. I think there are two ways to solve the Lakers' problems. One, mm. people claim that they're playing at a very fast pace. But I believe the pace they play at should be faster. The hmm. second the ball is inbounded, they should just throw the ball at the basket. Full <laughs> court heaves. Yeah. So if you were coaching the Lakers, that's what you would suggest. Is Luke, Do you think Luke Walton's the problem over there? Luke Walton is not necessarily the problem. Um, I think that a lot has been said about them trying to put together a suicide squad. Uh-huh. Uh, but they're missing a piece. Suicide Squad is, of course, my favorite movie. And Luke yeah, you Walton blog about it all the time. I blog about it all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what they're missing... Yeah, I think you wrote... Did you, did you, write, you wrote a book about the Suicide Squad, didn't you? <laughs> I did. It's 101 Suicides, the Squad, You Never Need to Know. The title makes zero sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It was Brett's okay. idea. But anyway, what they're, what they're missing from the Suicide Squad is a problematic Australian character, so I believe they need to re-sign Andrew Bogut. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Well, uh, Randy, i got to say I disagree with you entirely. Uh, I believe that uh, we've seen enough of this old, aged team. It is time to trade LeBron James, uh, be honest with themselves, 
get some picks back, uh, get another slurp of the Slurpee, like we used to say. Uh, I think they got to trade him to Philadelphia. Uh, they've got a 2022 Miami Heat first rounder. Uh, the age limit could be gone by then. So they draft someone who's uh, just starting puberty right now. And that's an exciting time in any young player's life. It's an exciting time in any, any team's life. So, uh, also, yeah, they should definitely trade LeBron James for someone who is currently 12 years old. Brett, I also I think you would you would probably prefer Andrew Bogut use his talents in the political sphere rather than the basketball sphere, right? Yeah, I, I'm actually the vice chairman of an exploratory campaign for his uh, his uh, his career in Australia. He's got some uh, interesting ideas about what should be done to the indigenous population. Uh, I don't I don't want to I don't want to give any spoilers out. Uh, uh, by the way, I got to interrupt with another ad read. We've got another great sponsor on the podcast today. It's Tobias Hairless, the waxing salon from Tobias Harris of the Los Angeles Clippers, located at LA Live. Uh, it is Tobias Harris's uh, passion project. He's played in America's number one pubic hair grooming city, Orlando, and America's bu- bushiest pubic city, Milwaukee. Uh, they offer a lot of varieties: the Chris Cayman, which is bald up top and long on the sides. Uh, the Austin Rivers, which is wispy and overpriced. Uh, it will <laughs> severely disappoint your father. Uh, there's the Harrison Ford, which is a landing strip, but it's extremely wide. And uh, the Chris Paul, which is just just the asshole. And there's a lot of complaining and wincing afterwards. Uh, you can get your first wax job 50% off with the promo code Straight Razor Testicle Shave. Uh, we easy. talk about it all the time. Remember, we talk about it all the time on the podcast. Uh, so check it out. Tobias Hairless. Thank you. I mean, thank you. I, I hopefully we can maybe get a cut of you know whatever proceeds uh, come from those ad reads. Oh, um, good luck getting that. I can't help but be impressed with your analysis as I listen to the podcast. I'm just wondering, is there anybody you look up to working at basketball? Is there anybody? Uh, I would say that the uh, most strategic thinker is uh, Bob Volgaris, uh, known as at uh, Haralabob on Twitter, recently hired by the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, great insights about basketball and even greater insights about Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So uh, that's that's my go to for, uh, you know, very shady currency, whether to uh, buy possibly restricted materials on the dark web. Uh, he's my go to guy. Haralabob. Um... I mined Bitcoin once. I got oh, a very how- rare disease called Bitcoin lung. That's true, Danny. Randy, you almost died. No. Right, so the Bitcoin lung, what was that like? What was that like, Randy? Did your did your lungs swell up into an unsustainable bubble and then pop? Or No, I just had a little tiny cough. So we're running out of time. I just want to get maybe some quick hitters right here. Give me your top three. Yeah, well, three. Uh, before you get to the quick hitters, uh, <sighs> okay, i got to give right. you another Jesus ad Christ. here. This okay. is, uh, this is uh, Russell Westbrook's Hog Balls. Uh, these are not TIG pesticles. That's uh, Stephen Adams' restaurant. It's a pork chop covered in pulled pork, sprinkled with crushed pork rinds, wrapped in bacon to form a ball. <laughs> Believe me, you're not going to want to share this pork ball either. It'll triple-double your cholesterol, and uh, it will frack your colon. Something very popular in Oklahoma City. Uh, doesn't really pair well with anything. Uh, tends to drive away any other items on the plate uh at the national pork championships it won the most value dish and almost made it out of the first round of judging so you can get your first shipment of russell westbrook's hog balls uh using the promo code non-pay non-taxpayer mid-level exception easy to remember we talk about it all the time on the all podcast. the time so thank you very much russell i have westbrook's it tattooed on my neck that's true with with uh with a really futuristic nasa laser yeah, I was gonna say how the, the tattooist, or yeah, it must have used a like a microscope or something. No, or... stick and poke. I did it myself. Oh, oh, okay. Oh. Well, it, oh, that's because uh, you're it's a free next, time in prison. It's next to the Sublime Batfish. One of the one of our favorite bands on the Super Hoopers. A lot of the topic of love, much, su- uh... love Sublime. Love Sublime. R.I.P. Lou Dog. I am a bad fish too. I'll, I'll admit it. I'm a bad okay, fish. All right. I'm one well, of the worst fish. I'm glad we. I'm glad we can. We can agree on something, uh, which is the greatness, the uh, unquestioned greatness of, of of the band Sublime. Um, but what what I wanted to ask you, you know, real quick, just give me your top three switchy players in the NBA. I know you guys love switchiness. You think it's it's the best uh, best attribute a player could have. Mr. Brett, can yes. I go first? Yeah, you you Please. may proceed. You may proceed this time. The three switchiest players in the NBA are the biannual exception, oh. the mid level exception. Mm. And cap space. Yeah, the the those are those are the three things I have tattooed on my lower back. Actually, the the holy trinity of switchiness are those 
things. Uh, I chose actual players. I went for uh, Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors, Danny Green of the Toronto Raptors, and uh, CeeLo Green, formerly of the Goody Mob. Not so much of a basketball player, uh, but one of the switchiest sexualities in the business. Uh, I met him at Hedonism. Uh, we also shared a cabana together at uh, the Sandals Resort. Uh, and just uh, amazing sexuality, incredibly switchy, uh, can match up with literally any size person, any gender, any sexuality. CeeLo Green is my switchiest. You uh, you met him at Hedonism? Where, where, is that a, what is that, a festival? Is that a club? What is? Uh, it's more of a, uh, it's a place where uh, adult-minded people who are into uh, crunching more than the numbers, if you want to know what I'm saying. Uh, there's a lot of drinking, there's a lot of dancing, there's a lot of foam, and, uh, you know, you just get down and you, uh, you crunch the numbers, uh, you watch a lot of video, <laughs> don't get me wrong, and, uh, you know, you, you can work on your body composition the best way that we know how on the slammed up podcast by uh, the aerobic exercise that is lovemaking. Mm. Uh, last question for me. Oh, before you get to your last oh, question, okay. we got one more sponsor. Jesus We're sponsored Christ. by Oban Marjorinovic. Uh, it's a butter substitute from Serbia that will come into your fridge and dominate your starting butters. Uh, each stick is seven and a half cups of butter, uh, barely fits in the fridge. Uh, I go through it just like candy uh like Bobon's dunks it'll also let you defecate standing up uh also they're manufacturing one for tom thibodeau that's called i can't believe it's not butler uh which uh will come in and just just intimidate the flavor into your dishes uh you can get your first promo uh crate of Boban Majorinovic using promo code Arkans Tigers, the White Power Serbian Paramilitary Group. Easy to remember. We talk about he Arkans talks Tigers about it all the time on the podcast, on the blog, uh, while I'm sleeping, and uh, you know, uh, to a guy that I'm pretty sure is not actually a CIA agent, like he told me three months ago when we first started interacting. So check it out, Boban Majorinovic, Arkans Tigers. Wow. Okay. All right, you guys got a lot of sponsors, Sean. We need to up our game. I mean, I don't, I, I don't yeah, even know. We, we we need way more sponsors. We had one sponsor one time. It was the Halcyon days of the podcast, where we actually did one ad read, and uh, that was it. We only sleep a combined two and a half hours a night because we're always hustling, we're always blogging, we're always recording, and uh, we're always making love. Okay. Well, one of the things you guys always talk about is you know how dumb these coaches and GMs are, and how they should they misuse their players and you know, really, mm-hmm. almost everybody should be playing the five. So, which of these guys should be playing the five? John Wall, Westbrook, or Lonzo? Uh, I gotta say, I don't think Lonzo shoots well enough to play the five. So uh, he's he's off. Uh, I like I like that he would be a small five. That's why Randy plays the five on our inaugural team. It's true. He's uh, just in the pickup game. He's down there. Uh, he makes the other center go out to the three point line, and it's also very difficult for the other team center to locate him on the court because he's very, very tiny. And my you, shooting motion is so repeatable. It's incredibly you, repeatable. Uh, Russell Westbrook, good, intriguing candidate to play the five, but uh, does a great job on the free throw glass, but doesn't quite have the rim protection unless you've got a fake scoreboard that shows him with eight blocks already, and then he'll he'll really try to block shots to try to, try to get that into double digits. Uh, I'm going to pick John Wall as my five, and I would play Dwight Howard at point guard to avoid oh. those inefficient post-ups put the ball in Dwight's hands when you start up let him make it happen wow it's, i think this will be a real treat for our listeners to you know have actual basketball insight for once on, on I the podcast play any of these players at the three none uh, of them the, can shoot the, well enough and they're the all three? overpaid mm-hmm. i mean the five none of them get okay. you the three well enough excuse me I, I, understand, I understand why you interrupt him now, Brett, and, and you know keep his talking to a minimum. Oh, if he I, makes, I, if he I just, makes... I'm furious all the time. It's a mixture of uh, the sexual excitement I feel when Randy makes an amazing insight to the 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 eye popping rage I feel just hearing the sound of his voice. But I love him. He's he's my best friend in the world. Okay, man. Well, this has been really enlightening. I really appreciate you guys coming on. Anything you'd like to plug uh, before we go? Uh, well, you can check us out, uh, in the, specifically the season preview episodes of, uh, the Rambo Rock podcast. Uh, you can check out our MySpace page. Uh, I'm going to do some, uh, political reporting for the Daily Caller coming up soon. And, uh, you can also follow my activity on Venmo where, uh, with every transaction, I will be commenting with an emoji that is also a recap 
of the first five days of the season. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we have to go. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thanks again for coming on. Um, we'll uh, maybe uh, we'll see what the listeners say. Maybe we'll have you back on uh, at some point. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, yeah. thanks for making us smarter, guys. I appreciate hey, it. Hey, stay slamming. Thank you to the Super Hoopers for giving us a day off from Brett and Randy. Yeah, they're they're relentless. I get so many LinkedIn invitations from Brett every day. It's, it's really annoying. We're also already connected on LinkedIn, and he's just, I don't know, a lot of different businesses that guy has. Um, all right, so tonight, we're recording this Monday. Uh-huh. The last two undefeated teams played tonight, the Raptors uh-huh. at the Bucks. They're both six six and zero. Oh. Uh-huh. It's Toronto's second road game of the year. Uh-huh. Um, my question for you, Sean. Yeah. Has Brooke Lopez seen the new Halloween yet? I don't think he has. Too scary for Brooke, you think? I think it's like too scary, and he's like too focused on the team. Mm, and then he's. I don't know about that last part, but <laughs> it might but be too like... scary. It might be too scary for him for sure. Like he's I th- I could see Brooke thinking that Halloween like the Halloween movies go against the spirit of Halloween, which to him is like candy and dressing up as a superhero. Like there's no there's no reason to get PG rated with your Halloween celebration. Here's why I don't think he's watched it. Uh-huh. Um I think the second October 1st rolls around, uh-huh. he watches only The Nightmare Before Christmas oh. every day until Christmas. So he's like, he would be disloyal to Jack Skellington yeah, if he's, he went to see you Halloween. You Brooke Lopez is into Jack Skellington, dude. Yeah, I bet he and his girlfriend, I don't even know if Brooke has a girlfriend, but he he seems like he'd be wearing like matching Jack and Sally partner costumes. I mean, I think he more, he owns one of those hoodies though, for sure, dude. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, I think, I think you can kind of pick out things that Brooke Lopez would like. If you're like, what would a precocious four year old enjoy about this holiday? And then, you know, adjust accordingly. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if he had a, a hooded sweatshirt that made him look like a dragon. <laughs> See, I think that's more of a Robin thing. <laughs> Robin, you think Robin's more of like a cosplayer? Yeah, I don't know. I just think Robin is a lot more likely to have like uh, some more whimsy to his uh, style, where Brooke to me feels like just straight off the rack, hot yeah. topic. Disney like, stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> he's, he's shopping in the store, and yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to have to look this up, and we'll, we're not going to do it on the podcast, but I'm going to find some Lopez twin Halloween costumes, and I'll put them on the uh, Twitter. Okay, great. Um, all right. Uh, who you got tonight, Raptors or Bucks? Uh, I think, you know what? I don't think Giannis is going to play. It yeah, looks he's... like he's in the concussion protocol. Uh, but I, I'm going to say surprisingly close game, but the Raptors remain undefeated. Yeah, I think it's really too bad Giannis got no, elbowed. No, Giannis, like, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm probably also taking the Raptors. All right. Um, Sean, what do you want to plug? Um, <laughs> let me just tell you one of Brooke Lopez's costumes. Okay, never mind. Sorry. Uh uh, I'm gonna plug. I've got uh, I got a thing coming out about uh, shows that lose their lead cast member and keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, like House of Cards and The Connors, and uh, of course Kevin can wait. Uh, but also, you can see me. I'll be co-headlining the Punchline December 20th through the 22nd. Co-headlining with the very funny Sammy Obade. You can get tickets at LiveNation.com. Um, as for me, I wanted to, um, look, our friend, very funny comedian in San Francisco, Mikey Walls, um, he has cancer and they're taking away his leg and, uh, there's a GoFundMe for it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Mikey's really funny and he's a really great guy and he's a good friend of the show. 
And if you have any money, uh, give it to him, please, because it's going to, you know, they're cutting his leg off because he has cancer. Uh, I'm going to put that GoFundMe up on our Twitter. If you could, you know, do anything, that'd be really nice of you. And then, as always, um, you can find me on Twitter at Frankie Muniz, uh, where today I, I tweeted... Get to pick up my new motorcycle in two hours and 55 minutes. I'm not anxious or anything at Ural Motorcycles. He clearly has serious anxiety and should probably <laughs> just just take Xanax, man. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. Shut it down. Let's premature ejaculate. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Pitino left college hoops to go and coach the green. And he quickly learned that the people of Boston were awfully, awfully mean. The reporters for the radio, the newspapers and TV. When talking about the Celtics, were filled with negativity. Everybody missed the team of the 80s that was so celebrated. And that made Rick Pitino feel so frustrated. And he said, Larry Bird isn't walking through that door. Robert Parrish isn't walking through that door. Dennis Johnson isn't walking through that door anymore. Anymore. Kevin McHale isn't walking through that door. Emil Carr isn't walking through that door. Danny Ainge isn't walking through that door anymore. Anymore. And if the lotto got him Duncan, things would have been much better. But it didn't, and so his rant is all that anybody remembers. Larry Bird isn't walking through that door. Robert Parrish isn't walking through that door. Jerry C. Singh isn't walking through that door anymore. Anymore. Bill Walton isn't walking through that door. Craig Kite isn't walking through that door. Cedric Maxwell isn't walking through that door anymore. Anymore. Kevin McHale isn't walking through that door. Kevin Gamble isn't walking through that door. Brad Lowhouse isn't walking through that door anymore. 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 Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.